0: enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with cube from first arkansas bank and trust member fdic connor nolan's appearance in the zone is brought to you by allstate insurance with agent john mark goings
1: the pitch check swing appeal got him the appeal to the first base umpire Messias says he got him Seven strikeouts
0: in seven dominant innings for Connor Nolan. John Mark Goings Allstate in Jacksonville and Cabot can take care of your home, auto, RV, boat, life, and commercial insurance.
1: Great inning by Connor Nolan. How about that? One, two, three. Outstanding.
0: Are you in good hands?
1: All right, let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Standing by in Omaha, Connor Noland, just up the street from where I'm located here at DJ's Dugout. Connor, welcome. How are you today?
2: I'm doing great. How about
1: you? Buddy, I'm awesome. I'm excited to be here. And uh, I'm just here covered and having fun and doing what we normally do. You have uh, work to do. So anticipation, excitement, anxiety. I mean, give me kind of a feel for how you and the guys are, are feeling at this point. you got to be excited, obviously, about the opportunity.
2: Yeah, I think everybody's really excited. You know, excited to be in Omaha, get to experience this and have a chance to win a national championship. I think that's got everybody a little fired up. I bet some people are anxious, but I think more excitement than anything.
1: Well, I don't uh, wanna I won't put words in Coach Van Horn's mouth and every time we ask you this it's always like, Well, I don't know yet. Uh we're gonna assume that you'll be the starter against Stanford on on Saturday. Anything official yet on that?
2: Uh nothing official but uh I'd say it's pretty safe to say that I probably will start.
1: Yeah, we'll work on that <laughs> assumption. I started looking through their lineup today, and uh, you said you're excited, and I would say the anxiety part of it would come in the fact that you look through their roster, I mean, they have got a nasty offense. They've had a heck of a year, won the regular season the Pac-12, won the tournament without losing a game, and they are hammering the ball out of the park on a regular basis, 117 home runs on the season, and they've got six guys with 50-plus RBIs. So, uh, I'm assuming you've had a chance to, to scout their, their team a little bit. What uh, what stands out to you about their offense and the approach that they've had and the success they've had so far?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think we played them early in the year. I got to see them play. I didn't pitch. Peyton Smith pitched that game, and I just got to sit back and watch. And I think just their solid lineup, one through nine, everybody can swing it. And uh, they have a great approach. You know, They can hit us all sides of the field. So they're you know, just trying to minimize their offense and uh, keep them. You know, kind of, kind of lock down would be the big goal for that game.
0: Charles Schwab Field is uh, kind of known as a pitcher's park, and uh, everything I've read so far, the wind is supposed to be blowing in, which should make it even more a pitcher's park. Does that change anything for you?
2: Not really. I mean, I'm normally a ground ball pitcher anyway, so um, you know, the wind. Obviously, there's some balls that might not get out that normally I do, but I keep the ball pretty well in the zone and I uh, try to get throw some balls so it really doesn't change my approach
0: you have experience at the college world series uh, in fact you and cole ramage are the only two players on the team who have played in the college world series how does that help
2: you i think you just know your, you know you know what the stage is you know how that environment's going to be i think mean, it's a big thing i mean it's a lot to handle there's a lot of people there a lot of things going on but uh, once you know how to focus in and just you know go one pitch at a time i think it really helps and uh, you know, having guys that have been to Omaha before, we can have a little leadership on the team and try to get everybody else uh, in the right mindset for what we have to do.
0: What are the questions you're getting from your teammates about playing at the College World Series?
2: Uh, just mainly about the crowd. I mean, that's the big thing. You know, it's a big stadium. A lot of people are going to be there. And, uh, you know, it's more about other things than baseball than the actual baseball itself. <laughs>
0: No, Zeb Vermillion was on the 2018 and 2019 roster, but I, I never saw him in the box scores pitching in the game. I, I got to think he he's raring to go. He wants his opportunity.
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean, he's he's been here two times, and I think mean, he's just ready to step on the mound for the, for the first time out there.
1: Connor Nolan, join us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, courtesy of John Mark Goings, Allstate. And I started looking through some history up here, um, and at least a dozen times it's happened where a team has lost its first game, Connor, and then gone on to win the College World Series. But I think the conventional wisdom is that this first game is pretty important, playing through the winners' bracket. Do you? I mean, obviously, you're not trying to put any extra pressure on yourself, but I, I got to think that uh, that first game is pretty important in the big scheme of things.
2: Yeah, I think it is. I mean, it's like any other regional. You want to win that first game so you don't have to go through the losers' bracket, I and mean, winning twice at the end is a lot tougher. Uh, Than having a clean slate going into it, so I think you know winning that first game is the uh, most important for us and get us on the right right track.
1: Yeah, I was I just noticed too that uh, here's a gut punch for you. One of the teams that did it was a 1979 Cal State Fullerton team that ended up beating Arkansas in the end. So mm. uh, it certainly uh, mm. has has happened, and that was one that we don't want to remember, unfortunately. But uh, so tell me about the next few days and the format. I mean, it is a little bit of a unique deal. I mean, the double elimination is similar to what you guys went through in regional, and then you hope to get to that best-of-three championship series, which you just got through with the Supers. But, um, you know, with days off in between and that kind of thing, what, what are some keys, you think, this week to, to uh, you know, trying to get through the, the gamut that is the College World Series?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of other distractions that happen this whole week. I mean, we have a, a full day today in practice, you know, the – Festivities tonight, and then um, you know, obviously going tomorrow the mall, you get another practice day. And I just think that you know, you can really focus on other things other than baseball when you're here. And that's kind of the tough part. It's a big show; it's just a lot going on. You want to enjoy it, but you know, at the end of the day, we're, we're here to play baseball. And I mean you know, people need to hydrate. It's 100 degrees out here, and that's going to catch up to some people if they're not taking care of their bodies, uh, getting ready in the right way.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, I think the fans are going to be hydrating too. Uh, and it'll be, it'll, we'll see how, how well they hang in there. But luckily you guys are the early game, so I think they'll be fine on Saturday. I know there's an Alumni Association event in downtown here at DJ's, and I imagine that there'll be a lot of them uh, getting juiced up prior to game time. Um, speaking of that, I mean, it's it's going to be an electric atmosphere. I think a lot of Razorback fans are turning out, but it's been a tough ticket to get not only for the game. I mean, that's maybe not even the harder part of it is to get in a hotel room. How much of a contingent are you personally going to have up here?
2: Uh, I have a lot of family up here. My uh, my parents, my grandparents are all coming out. So I mean, I will have a, a lot of support, and I know that Razorback Nation always shows that well in the law.
0: Connor, your last two starts have been outstanding. Uh, what what's been the difference? What's led to this turnaround?
2: Well, I mean, I really haven't changed anything. I just you know put my head down, kept working. I knew it was going to turn around at some point. You know, we worked too hard, we did too much. Uh, during the week, to get ready for these games. For it to not click at some point, and I really credit that to you know Coach Hobbs and Coach Barr and our pitching staff that really helps us get it right during the week.
1: Connor, let's go back to the the supers and that North Carolina game, the second one. After you guys had won Game One, you know it was kind of a cruise, and obviously your pitching performance helped a lot in that regard. But you know this team has gone from you know the struggles down the stretch to a point where. You know, I don't think most people have any doubt that you guys are going to find a way in most every situation. And you guys go down in the, bo- in the top of the ninth, and then you come back, and I think most fans were very confident. What was the feeling in the dugout going into the bottom of the ninth with an opportunity to to try to come back and win against North Carolina?
2: No, I think that we just knew if we had the, the chance to win the game in the bottom of the ninth, uh, we were going to do it. I mean, that whole game was a roller coaster. You know, you have the, the breaks. I mean, Will McIntyre pitched. An unbelievable game. I mean, he's got the future of the team, and I think that kind of gets overshadowed by the, the rain delays and the walk-off. But, you know, there's some big moments in that game, a lot of momentum shifts, and, you know, we were feeling really good about it going in you know, with the chance to win the game. And we knew that we that had a good part of the lineup up that had been hot during the series, so we were feeling really confident.
1: Yeah, I'm talking to Connor Nolan, if you're just tuning in, on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, again, thanks to John Mark Goings Allstate. One of those guys is Brady Slavens, who ended up hitting – uh, you know, the shot through second base that uh, that got you guys the victory there. He is a cool customer, and he is such a calm presence. I mean, there are a lot of guys that are sort of fidgety at the plate, some guys that are kind of fidgety on the mound. He's about the coolest dude I've I've seen from your team so far, at least the outward appearance is that way. I compared him to Hannibal Lecter recently. Uh, there was this the thing about him. He says uh, they said that he – he uh, his heart rate never got over sixty, even when he ate her liver. That's how he looks right now. Is he that way in person? Is he a pretty cool dude? Pretty laid back.
2: Yeah, I'm very laid back. I mean, I think a lot of the guys um, they have a good job to get to television in moments like that, and focus on one thing, and uh, you know, it really helps to just know that we worked so hard to get to that moment, and you finally get that opportunity that you dreamed of. I mean, everybody. I think would want to be in that position to have a chance to walk it off in the Supers if they get to Omaha and you know, he capitalized on that.
0: We've had several people ask about uh Slavins opening his mouth when he's when he's batting. What what's he doing?
2: You know, I wish I knew, I don't know, but uh, he does do that. And I think there's been a lot of athletes, I mean I'm pretty sure Michael Jordan stuck his tongue out when he was doing anything on the field. So I think there are some ticks that people have and Guess, whatever works, I guess.
0: Will you ask him, and then next week when we're talking to you, we can uh, ask you again?
2: Yes, I will figure that one out, because <laughs> I want to know, too.
0: <laughs> and if we see you pitching so, with your mouth wide open uh, on Saturday, we know it must be something that you really
2: like. Yeah, if it's, if it's working, I'll try it out. I'm, I'll never say no to that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'd be afraid a fly would would uh, end up in there. you got to be kind of careful with that. But, uh, so... What do you foresee for yourself? Let's just say that, uh, you know, things go the way that you hope and you guys end up getting to the championship series. Like, what are your – do you have any personal goals or expectations as far as how often you would throw and in what roles?
2: I mean, I think everybody at this point, uh, you know, you'll feel open to any role. I mean, starting, obviously, would be my main thing. But if I had to come in and and close or do anything or – you know, I'm, I'm open to do whatever the team needs
0: uh, once we get to that point. You mentioned Will McIntyre me a few minutes you. ago, and, and we've been talking about Will a lot. Especially, you know, he's from Bryant right here, so uh, we're big McIntyre fans. But I, I think one of the things that's allowed now is Coach Van Horn and Coach Hobbs uh, to to strengthen the bullpen e- even more now. I mean, when you look at what your bullpen with Hagen Smith closing, or Brady Tigert in the eighth or closing, and Evan Taylor maybe in the seventh, uh, what that to me for a starting pitcher, you know you have a full bullpen to turn it over. If you can just get them into the fifth, the sixth, or seventh inning. You've got three guys down there that can shut things down, and it basically shortens the game a little bit for you. Has it changed? Knowing that bullpen's down there, has it changed anything for you in what you want to try to accomplish as a starter?
2: Uh, it definitely gives me a lot of confidence to go out there and know that I'll be taken care of on the backside. Um, you know, I still have the same goals when I go out there. I want to get us to the you know sixth or seventh and hand off those guys to finish it out. But you know, if something slips up and. Well, uh, when starts going the other way, it always helps to have a, a people. But I mean, we got so many guys down there. Even you know, we got Jackson Wiggins, if he's available down there too. I mean, um, you know, there's so many options to go to that it really helps, you know, comfort me in in those times.
1: Connor, Coach Van Horn is, and I think, by any estimation, one of the all-time greats in his role as a head coach and for a college baseball team, but has yet to win a, a national title. And you know, again, one out away, you go back to that. Um, is that something you guys talk about, trying to win one for him and being the team that finally did it for him?
2: I think so. Anytime you have the opportunity to, you know, be in Omaha and have a chance to, to bring that home for Arkansas, that'd be a big, a big deal. And being his first one, I, mean, I think it's more about leaving a legacy here for a lot of the guys. Um, you know, there's a lot of a lot of stuff you can take away, but that would be one of them that would would never end. And uh, you know, being the first thing to do it would be a special moment for everybody.
1: If you were going to describe him in a few words, what are the things that first come to mind when you think about Coach and the way he does things?
2: I think he's just blue collar, would be one of the biggest things. Uh, you know, gritty, hard nose, I think, is the, the biggest thing. But uh, he's, you know, really trustworthy of his guys. I think that's the biggest thing for this team and uh, for people that get recruited to go here. So, you know, he trusts us to do the right thing on the field, and, you know, he puts you in spots because he believes in you, so. You know, he uh, put in all that hard work. He works hard. He, he does everything. He does the little things. He's the guy that's on the field of breaking and, you know, moving the L screens and, and doing everything first. He's a really good servant leader, and I think everybody respects that and looks up to him in that way.
0: Slavin's told a great the story. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Justin.
1: It, I was just going to say the goal, obviously, is uh, to end this thing in a dog pile. But every time I see it happen, it makes me super nervous. <laughs> now, hope if you guys win the World Series, I won't worry about anybody. But uh, if have you ever been caught on the bottom of one of those, or do you ever get worried? I mean, I'm just like, oh god, please, nobody get hurt in this thing. And it's very rare that everything ever goes sideways on those, but it makes me nervous, man. I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I caught in '19. I got caught in the bottom.
2: Um, you know, in the in the Super Regional when we did Ole Miss, I got caught in the bottom, and I kind of learned my lesson there. This year, I kind of waited back and let everybody else do their (laughs) thing. And then I kind of stayed off to the side and kind of barely half committed a jump. But, um, you know, there's definitely some things that can go wrong. We all got metal spikes on and, you know, bodies everywhere. Eyes are open. So, you know, there's a lot of mishaps that could happen, but hopefully nothing does.
0: Slavin's told a great story uh, after uh, the the victory over North Carolina that uh, before the ninth inning, Jalen Battles came up to him and told him, this is why we came back. You know, this is this is what what we're here for. Go get it done, and he did. Do you have your own kind of story from last year's super regional to this year's super regional?
2: Uh, I mean, I don't think I really have a story uh, that really sums it up. But you know, last year I was hurt, battled injury, and did all that, and you know, I had the chance to come back this year, and uh, you know, pretty much set my goals that I wanted to make it back to Omaha and give this chance to, this team a chance to win a national championship. And a lot of hard work went into that. And, I don't. say It's the one moment. I think it's just a combination of hard work in the off season and just, you know, keeping the keeping the faith that you know, we could do it.
0: Is there unfinished business?
2: I would say so. I mean, I think a lot of people from last year on this team, and you know, we saw the defeat that happened with the Super's, and a lot of motivation came from that this year.
0: Yeah, You know, so many people were talking about, you know, uh, losing in the Super Regionals, and, and it was almost vindication to win the Super Regionals. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's there are a lot more games to be played, and, and I uh, and I feel like this team's goal is to win the uh, national championship. Sometimes you get teams that get to Omaha, and they're just happy to be there, and they play like that. I don't feel like this is a team that's just happy to be there.
2: I agree. I mean, I think, uh, you know, I think a lot of teams, their end goal is to get to Omaha, and that's not the bigger picture of, you know, you get a chance to bring him home. So I think I think you're right. I think the team, you know, we have our eyes set on what we want to do, and it didn't end with us getting there. I think it ended in a, a much better way.
0: Connor, we appreciate it. Well,
2: Connor, thank go ahead. Best yeah, of luck well, to you, man. Wish, man. Good luck. Yep, thank you very much. Appreciate you guys.